Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham, where Team Needham discusses everything healthcare. I'm your host, Sean Needham, and we are streaming live from the Moses Lake Professional Pharmacy Studio today. And as you can see, we have a special guest in our studio with us live. So I'm super excited to have him here, and it is Dr. Grant Cox, and he is from Elite Chiropractic, correct? Yes, sir. Right across the street. He just got done adjusting patients just a few minutes ago as, as he walked in. So we're going to talk chiropractor today. Um, and so, Grant, I'll uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your history and how you got into chiropractic and, and where sure. you're from and all that. First of all, I didn't realize how hot it was outside. I was stuck in the office this morning. I went to walk over and I'm like, oh, it got warm in a quick hurry compared to this morning. I could tell when I walked in at 830 this morning that it was going to be one of those hot Columbia Basin summers. Yeah. You know, not to, to take a long time here, 20 plus years ago, um, I had problems with my feet and I had a, a chiropractor help me out. I had problems with fallen arches and it would feel like nails were in, running through my feet when I would walk too mm-hmm. much. Anyways, it, you know, that senior year in high school, a couple years afterwards, um, every time I put on a lot of miles on my feet, I would hurt. And I was a pretty young, healthy little guy. I didn't yeah. think that that should be the case. This chiropractor got me into some orthotics. He got adjusted my feet and my hips and my knees, a few other things like that. And as I went through college, I started studying a little bit more here and there. And eight years later, here I was a chiropractor. You know, <laughs> I fell in love with it the more that I looked looked into it. So. And when did you actually start being a chiropractor? Let's see here. I graduated in 2012. Um, I started working with another doctor for a little while. And then 2014, May, um, we opened right over across the street here. Wow. We've been there ever since. So eight years later, and uh, Moses Lake's... That seems like just yesterday that you moved in there. Wow, that's amazing. Time goes fast. It's crazy. So is that kind of what made you get into chiropractor? Because your life was changed by chiropractic work in high school? That is the only reason, yeah. I I knew nothing about it. I didn't know what a chiropractor was, to be honest. I mean, I'd been to one um, because my mom had been in a car accident when I was younger. And I would go in there um, and he was nice enough to be like, hey, do you want to get on the table? And this and that. Yeah. so I kind of, I mean, I knew what a chiropractor was, I guess, technically, but I never went to him for yeah. any other reason until then. So, yeah. So um, tell us, you know, what, 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 does a, what does a chiropractor do? I know, I mean, a lot of people think that chiropractors just crack backs, right? Yeah, most people, a lot of people think we just, uh, we just beat them up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, my joke is when people come in is you, uh, you pay me to beat you up. Um, but in all honesty, a chiropractor is all about the health of the joints. That is our main goal is to keep your joints healthy. Um, movement's key to life in yeah. anything, really. Yeah. Not only the joints, but but when you're talking about the organs, the body. I mean, I, I'm listening to your podcast and you're healthier now than you were 20 years ago. And I kind of feel the same by myself yeah. is the more I move, the more active I am and the harder I work, the healthier I am. Yeah. The same goes with your spine. You know, our, any two places in the body or two bones come together and meet. We got, I'll, I'll turn nerdy here for just a second, but we got two bones, some little cartilage in between. We got some little slick fluid in there called some synovial fluid. And we got a capsule around that. Um, there's no arteries or veins that feed that joint surface. So how do they get nutrition? Through movement. So oh, if a yeah. joint is supposed to move from point A to point yeah. B, every time it pushes together, it pushes old fluid out. Every time it pulls apart, it sucks new fluid in. So if we take the body and we're lifting too heavier, we sleep or twist wrong, or we get in a car crash or something like that, our body has that tendency of those muscles to spasm out and stop that joint from moving, yeah. which instantly makes it unhealthy. So our goal is to look through your spine, look through your wrists, your elbows, your knees, your ankles, 
find those joints that will not move and make them move. In essence, I guess I tell people all the time too, it's not like I heal your back. I put your back into a place where it can heal itself. And I aid it and I help it along that process while it's while it's trying to help itself. And the more I do it, the healthy, the healthier you feel. Well, and the body's designed amazingly if we give it the tools to heal itself, you know, but, and movement, speaking of movement, just on that subject to my wife and I, um, we were flying back from Minneapolis yesterday and we did a lot of driving and a lot of flying and we're going to get back into flying shortly. <laughs> and I feel like I'm flying right now. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I, I mean, I immediately when I got off the airport, uh, when, when I got off the airplane, I stood up and it was a three hour direct flight from Minneapolis. And I mean, my knees just hurt. Yeah, and after I started walking, my knees stopped hurting. It's like, in some ways, we, when we think we shouldn't move because it hurts, we're actually doing more harm to the body than good. Um, I get it. If we had real, real pain, then then we probably shouldn't move. But um, the reality of it is, uh, movement is medicine. That's that's what I say that all the time. Movement is medicine. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, the people that that can push through a little bit of pain that can get out there and get to moving and, and do those kind of things are the people that will actually heal and get better. You know, if I, if I take someone and I, well, if I adjust you and you're going to go home and sit on your couch and not do anything for the next week, I'm putting a bandaid on a bullet hole. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, it might right. stop the bleeding for a second, but it's not going to fix you. Right. Um, so no, it's, or you wake up in the morning and you're always from sitting too still for too long yeah you get up in that first the while, first like, step oh, the first <laughs> right, I right. move a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah so, absolutely. I, I was in the gym yesterday too and uh i was on a hack squat machine and i mean the first one and i just have some i think as, as most of us do we just have some you know sore knees and you're, the first you're just an old man <laughs> yeah i know i know i'm old <laughs> um and uh, the first one was kind of sore and i'm like whoa but then after I did two or three of them, I mean, there was no more pain. I mean, just movement. And now it makes me realize what you say is that, you know, there's really not a lot, of, there's no blood flow there. So the only way they can get any kind of it's nutrients, movement. yeah, is movement. So yeah. that's, that's great. I, I love that. You know, if I miss, and I don't think everybody in the world has to be some workout queen or king and have to hit the gym every single day to, to feel good and be healthy. That just happens to be my lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. I, I mean, this morning, shoot, we had a crazy morning. I barely, barely made it here. Um, I think I saw thirty-five or forty people before lunchtime, so I had to turn people away to get to make it over here. But that much movement with my arms and my back and everything—if I don't do my morning workout, my day just isn't as good. Yeah. I don't feel as energized yeah. when I show up to work. If I get up at five 30 and I do my hour long workout and get a good sweat and get some movement, get some blood through blood flow through my body, man, my day goes better. I just feel better. And so I try to do that five, six days a week so that I'm not just preaching healthcare. I'm actually living it. Yeah. And, and, you know. and I, and I love that because I think as healthcare professionals, we, we should be good role models for our patients. And I will tell you, it's disappointing to me. There's a lot of healthcare professionals that aren't good role models. You know, they're obese, they eat like crap, you know, they don't exercise, they don't move and exercise. Let's just talk about exercise. Exercise is different for everybody. It's different for you than it is for me. And exercise for some people, maybe out getting up and walking 30 minutes at, at a time. You know, Sean, that brings up a good point. Cause I have, um, I have a, a ton of not elderly patients, but, but 67 year old people that come in my office and they tell me, well, I can't lift weights. I can't be in there. Mm. No, you're right. You don't need to be benching 200 pounds at right. 70 years old. Yeah. 
But instead of just getting up in the morning and turning on the news and sitting there for five, well, more than that, maybe 45 minutes watching it, get out of bed, take a walk around the block. Right. This morning at 530, do you know how nice it was? It was heaven outside. Um, Get some fresh air in your lungs. Just move. Yeah. And it will make your life better. Movement is medicine. Yes. So tell us, um, get into some more of the details of... um, you know, the the, the, the uh, things that you do, the adjustments and, and the treatments that you do as a chiropractor. Yeah. So when you come into my office, you're going to come in for a number of reasons. Either you bent over to tie your shoe and your back went out, um, or you were listening too heavy, or um, heaven forbid you got in a car wreck, or you had you, know, you got hurt at work, an L&I accident, something like that. You're going to come in for some reason that something's hurting. Um, and we're going to get into the other people that don't come in for a reason, but most patients come in because they have something bothering them. We go through a 30, 45 minute exam with you and we figure out what you need. Um, in our office, we have four massage therapists that work for us. We've got cold laser, we've got traction, we've got drop tables, we've got massage guns, we've got activator guns. And we take all these different tools, we figure out what's going on with the patient and we try to mold this into what it's going to take to get you better. Um, and that's my job as a professional is to say, okay, we've got point A, B, C, D, all these different things. We lay them on a table. This is going to work best for the patient. Let's do this. Um, now, once I get you better and you're feeling good, back to this whole movement is key to life. Um, I don't, my back doesn't hurt. I mean, I'm pretty lucky. It's not because I'm a chiropractor. My back doesn't hurt. It's just my back doesn't hurt. I got a good back. I get adjusted Every week or two, mainly because I got a chiropractor working beside me. Um, but I tell patients to keep your back healthy, keep it moving. So we don't have this pain. We don't have these problems. Um, so once a month, I tell everybody, we all lift, twist, sleep wrong, do something wrong. We have a lot of stress in our life that tightens our shoulders up. You ever been driving along the road and you don't realize it? And 30 minutes later, you're driving like this and you're like, why is that shoulder there? We all have those things in life that happen and, and movement adjustments, massages, all those things keep our spine healthy. And I don't, I don't know, you ever heard of a back transplant? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make those. No. So, so let's, uh, let's, let's take, care take care of the, of the ones, ones we, we have because we only have one of them. And if you've ever met someone that has a pretty tough spine and pretty tough shape, they have a lot of pain Yeah, and it's sure. not a fun way to live. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's my, what I try to tell people. Let's keep it happy and healthy. So let's tell us tell us some more things besides just pain where um, chiropractors, and this is where it might get a little bit more controversial yep. with, with some things that chiropractors treat. Um, but tell us, chiropractors treat more than just pain in the back. Um, there are certain disease states that, you know, um, might be helped by proper adjustments. Is that correct? You got to be a little careful on this, Sean, because mm-hmm. there's, there's studies out there that show, mm-hmm. you know, um, I'll give you a controversial study out there. Uh, it's, it's colicky babies, right? People bring babies to me all the time. Mm-hmm. Dr. Cox, my baby won't sleep. My, you know, this, my, this, they cry all night. And I'll tell you a couple quick stories. I had this lady come in. Um, shoot, this has been two, three years ago. She came in and I hope she's not listening, but she had big old raccoon eyes, right? She was so tired. And I asked her what was wrong and she started crying. And her baby was three, four months old. And she says, he's never slept more than an hour. Uh, what's wrong? She starts telling me he's colicky. He has this, he has this. He cries all the time. And she goes, can you help? Well, you, you promise someone that you can yeah. help fix their sleeping baby. Right. So 
I did a little exam on the baby, found a couple little parts of the neck that wasn't working right. I remember specifically CLC1, that first top joint of the neck was really bad on this baby. And you don't go adjusting babies. You move that joint through its full range of motion. You make sure it's healthy. And then a little baby, they're all cartilage. It doesn't take too much to move them. Anyways, I adjusted the baby. I laid the baby back in the car seat. And I says, you need, you look like you need an adjustment, ma'am. Get on the table. And she was like, no, no, no. I'm like, no, it's on me. Get on the table. So I got on the table. Before I finished adjusting her, the baby was sleeping. Wow. And she was like, this is weird. She called me later that night. The baby slept for four hours straight in that car seat. Am I going to fix every colicky baby? No. But is there some reasons that a baby is colicky or unhappy or crying all the time? And could it be related to the spine of chiropractic care? Absolutely. Um, pregnant ladies is another one. I adjust five, six, seven pregnant ladies a day. Oh, wow. Um, a ton of pregnant ladies. They did a small study that showed, uh, that showed episiotomies and tears on a, on a new a person who's pregnant the first time went from 34% to 3% with correct adjustments along the way. Um, labor times were cut way down. All these things. Can I promise you though, if you come in during your, your whole pregnancy that you're going to have a trouble-free pregnancy? And trouble-free delivery? Okay. No, but but it helps on those kind of things. Yeah. So it's obviously you take care of yourself with movement and with diet, obviously. Yep. Um, so isn't it true that some chiropractors um, talk nutrition a lot with their patients? They do. That's probably one part I'm not very good at. I need to do better. To well, be look honest. at you. <laughs> I, <laughs> You're doing good, obviously. I, I try to be... Um, I tell people I work out a lot, so sometimes I can cheat, right? Like yeah, my, I get it. Like, like my little cheat, and I'll be <laughs> honest, my one cheat is Dr. Pepper. It's like the worst thing for you. And then when it comes to certain times of the year where I have to focus, I like to do some high-intensity sports. Um, when it's that time of the year, I cut out all sugar. I eat healthy. I eat really good protein. I, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty focused for four or five months to make sure then springtime comes around. There's not a whole lot of snow flying and I kind of get lazy and, and do those things. If I was perfect, I wouldn't have any sugar. You know, it's the most yeah. inflammatory substance we put in our body. Yeah. Um, and soda's terrible on you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've had that addiction since I was like 15. That was a hard one to shake. I don't know. It, I love soda too. It's a hard one for me to give up also. Yeah. So I try to do other things as much as I can to combat that. And the older I get, the more I have to focus on that. Yeah. You know, I'm 38 now. Um, at 25, I could slam six Dr. Peppers. I could go to the gym the next morning and I would never even notice it. Yep. Now, if I drink one in the morning, I feel like my muscles are like rubber bands. I'm like, oh, that didn't work out so swell. So the, the older you are, the more you have to pay attention to it for sure. Yeah. So tell us, uh, you've already told us a story about some uh, babies. You already told us a story about some pregnant um, women. Tell us a story, uh, a patient story about how somebody had really, really bad back pain that might have been debilitating and you fix them. So... Um, like numb hands and arms, I see a lot. Um, well, I, I, yeah, I see every day between the, I bet you low back probably covers 60, 70% of patients. Cause a lot of people come in with low back pain. Um, and a ton of people with like thoracic outlet syndrome, um, syndrome issues, you know, you get your thoracic cage and these are the outlets. And so yeah. when you're having problems, yeah. they, they call it a thoracic outlet. Yeah. Um, I'll use my dad, for example. He had open heart surgery last year. He lives down in Arizona and, you know, they cut you here and then they spread your arms back and they tie yeah. them down while they're working wow. on your heart. I didn't know this, 
But my dad had these two, and sometimes a third one, fingers on both hands, completely numb. He couldn't feel anything. He would drop cups. He would couldn't pick stuff up. After would, surgery only. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Ever since his open heart surgery. Yeah. A year goes by, my dad doesn't ever even tell me he has numb hands. So he comes up here this summer to stay for a little while. Um, and he starts coming in and I'm like, Pops, like, you can have free chiropractic care. It took me about uh, about three, four weeks with him. A couple, two or three visits a week. And he's got one pinky on one hand that he says, ah, it's still kind of biting me a little bit. It's just, I can just feel it. Uh, but other than that, it's, it's feeling amazing. So it's pretty cool to watch people if they want to put in just a little bit of effort, mm-hmm. um, especially with a little back pain and stuff like that. You know, if they'll get out and walk a little bit, if they'll do maybe one plank in the morning for just a minute, just do one. That's all you have to do just every day. Um, it's pretty cool to see them walk in, barely walking, and a month or two later, they're they're running around and feeling good. It's a yeah, pretty cool feeling. That, that's definitely rewarding. Um, so, what do you see as the future of chiropractors in our traditional healthcare system? I know you guys get talked about as being alternative and all that kind of stuff. So, what, how do you see that? How do you guys see the role of chiropractors fitting in in traditional medicine? I think the the more we move throughout time, you know, if you go back a hundred years ago, you've heard of quack practitioners or quacker practitioners or all the different yeah. names we get or fake yeah. doctors or all the yeah, stuff yeah, they come up yeah. with, you know. Um, and now, when I go meet with doctors, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to give names out, but I have a couple orthopedic surgeons I I treat. Um, I have a couple dentists that I treat. Of course, my brother's one. I'll call him out on here. I adjust him from time to time. They're getting more respectful as time goes on because studies are coming out showing the health benefits of chiropractic care. I mean, 30 years ago, we didn't know that movement was really key to life. You didn't hear yeah. too many people talking about that as you do now. Um, and so I think the the further we go on and the more people get educated on chiropractic care, and that's mainly why I wanted to be on here. Um, I have so many people come in every day that don't know what chiropractic care is and how. why would it help me? Like, I, well, let me fill your back and explain yeah. a few things and I'll show you. I think it will become more mainstream the longer we go. Now, I don't mind not being completely mainstream. It doesn't bother me at all. I, I'm and the I same like, way. <laughs> and I like being out on my own. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. I like having my own business and yeah. out on my own yeah. and, and, and not have anybody looking over my shoulder. Um, I think as the longer the time goes on, though, more people will start referring back and forth. I refer to doctors all the time. I love doctors. Yeah. You know, and, and I refer people to your pharmacy all yep. the time. I refer them to the hospital. I refer them everywhere. And so I think we all have our part. And if we can find out that part, the better off we all are. Well, I think one thing is is that we have to realize that we all, you know, we all offer different things in the healthcare system. So, and, yes. and you know, we can kind of always work as a team. I had a chiropractor tell me one time that actually one of the benefits that a chiropractor has, in some ways, a chiropractor might think that, you know, one of the one of the tools that you don't have in your arsenal is you cannot prescribe drugs. In reality, in some ways, I'm saying this from a pharmacist standpoint. Yeah. Um, in reality, that's actually to your benefit and possibly to the patient's benefit because you're talking about movement. So what would a traditional doctor do? Oh, you've got knee pain today, Mr. Jones. We're just going to give you a drug and it'll help the knee pain. But it's not fixing the problem. Whereas you as a chiropractor is actually fixing the problem. You want to comment on that? 
Well, and I and I want to be careful because I don't want to raise any feathers if, if I've got some doctor watching this or something and say they're pill pushers or whatever because I respect everything they do. Um, but sometimes it's like a Band-Aid on a bullet hole. Yeah. I say that a yeah. lot. But um, I love that I can't prescribe medicine, to yeah. be honest, um, because I have to fix them another way. Yeah. I don't have the option. when, I, And I have patients come and ask me all the time, this is Dr. Cox. You should be able to help me. <laughs> yeah. um, and say, well, can you prescribe me this or this or this? I'm like, no, I can't. We're going to fix this the traditional chiropractic way and, and make you feel better. I'm glad I don't have that out because I have to find a way to yeah. fix that joint without that. Right. And I think even a chiropractor, I see someone in pain. I don't like it. Yeah. I want to get them out of pain as soon as I can. And if I had some other way of doing it, maybe I would use it every now and then. And I don't like that I would use that. Yeah. I like that I have to do it another way. Yeah. Because there's definitely, you know, uh, from a pharmacist standpoint, I can tell you there's definitely side effects from from those medications. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so, what do you see as the future of your practice, and where would you like to see your practice go? You know, um, man, that's a good question. That's almost a hard question. There's a, I, so I have one other doctor that works with me, mm-hmm. Doctor Doctor uh, Nate Stewart. Um, you know, right now we treat uh, we treat a lot of car accident patients at the moment. That's about what our practice makes up: half car accident patients, and then half your your general um, patients that come in. I wouldn't mind getting one more doctor in my office um, to where we all have a little more family life. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like to slave away. I like to spend time with my family as much yeah. as I love my patients or whoever's watching this. Um, I also like to play. I watch your downhill mountain biking and all your stuff that you do. I like to snowmobile. I like to go fly my planes. I like to do those things. And I don't like to be stuck in an office Monday through Friday, even though I love my patients. I also have three little young boys. I don't care what they do. Dad will support them, whatever they want to do. But I want to have an opportunity for them if they want it. Yeah. Um, and so I would imagine 15 years down the road, man, I'll be an old man by then. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> uh, when I want to slow down even more, that would be about the time that one of my boys wouldn't mind taking over or coming yeah. in for dad. And I, and I, I love family businesses. I yeah. grew up on a family farm. Um, and so I, you know, I don't really know. That's a good question. I can't answer that. I've yeah. never asked that. I, I didn't know if there was a, a specific subset of patients you like to focus on, like athletes or, you know, or families or, you know, we, what? we focus a lot on car accidents. Yeah. We treat a ton of car accidents. But I think right now we have 40 accidents, uh, 40, yeah, 40 accidents patients at the moment we, we just counted them up this last month current patients yeah um just for a little town of most like that's a lot of accidents to be yeah. treating you know um so that's i guess where we push it most of the time um is trying that out now you used to have a location in pasco correct when you first opened I, up is you still, still have do. that oh okay all right yeah, tell us about that yeah. dr kurt myers it's a it's auto accident chiropractic down there um and he does great he uh we have what do we have? Three or four massage therapists down there right mm-hmm. now. Got a nice front staff. Um, it's there off of 68 and Burden Boulevard. And now he is only um, car accidents. Oh, wow. I mean, it's called auto accident. Car yeah, car. right. <laughs> um, and in Pasco is a little bigger. We have a lot more, uh, a lot more patient base to draw from as far as car accidents. But yeah, he, he does great down there. I've had that practice. Uh, I opened that in 16. So I opened this in 14. I opened that one at 16 and uh, yeah, it's, 
it's been great. I travel down there and meet with him quite a bit, but he pretty much takes care of all the patients. Yeah. I'll, I'll do his vacation relief. Um, I had Dr. St- uh, Stewart go there and do some vacation relief here not too long ago. So one of us goes down there from time to time, does vacation relief, but mainly it's just him taking care of the patients. Yeah. So um, you're, you talk about massage therapists. So yes. do your massage therapists do full body massage or do they call it just chiropractic massage in the upper body? So they do whatever you need. Okay. Um, because, you know, for instance, let's go to the car accidents. We're talking about car accidents. Someone gets rear-ended. Most of the time you think of whiplash, right? Well, the first thing to hit the seat is your low back. So it's surprising when you get hit and you go to slam back, how many people come in and like, well, my neck hit the headrest. I didn't get any whiplash, but my low back's killing me. Um, so anywhere from your ankles, your calves, your we want to go clear up the line to yeah. your neck. Um, if a patient has a problem, we will focus on that exact problem and anything around that area to try to make it better. So if someone comes in for just relaxation massage, we'll give them that too. But most of the time in a chiropractic office, they're coming in for a certain issue and we work that issue and you don't like them very much for an hour. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet not. <laughs> uh, I go in there sometimes. I'm like, okay, ease up. I don't have an issue. That hurts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although I will tell you this. Um, I, I get a monthly massage and sometimes when I'm out of town, I'll get massages, especially after a mountain bike race or something. Yep. And um, I tell the, the, the massage therapist that if I will not feel like I got my money's worth. And at least if I tell you it hurts once, I want to at least tell yeah. you that. And, and fortunately, you know, I've been to mostly good massage therapists where it's like, okay, that's too much. And, <laughs> oh, <cool. laughs> yeah. Right. And that's a good thing, you know? Yes. So, cause I like, I like what do they call it. Sports massage or uh, deep, tissue. Deep, deep, deep tissue. Yeah. We yeah. have, we have Ashiatsu massage. We have a little bars in the room. So that's you can yeah. stand there and use right. your feet yep. and, and uh, we have stones and all that kind of stuff. And, my favorite is Ashiatsu, to be honest. Yeah. Because they can put broad pressure with a foot and they can put so much right. pressure on your back and all it feels weight. good. Yeah. yeah. All their weight. I've had yeah. that done multiple times and it does, it does, it does feel great. So, um, so as we uh, wrap this podcast up, first yeah. of all, tell us what you have a passion for and it can't be chiropractic. <laughs> <laughs> and you so, can't be snowmobile either because you yeah. just said, so I'm kind of leading you into your flying. Just go, yeah. just yeah. tell us. You know what? <laughs> I, I absolutely love being in the air. Um, I didn't realize that I would love it. We were sitting around with a bunch of friends here a handful of years ago, five, six years ago. I said, I want to learn to fly. Well, I just went down and took lessons and my wife was like, you're what? <laughs> and I didn't realize how much I'd love it, but uh, it makes the world a smaller place. You know, I think um, I got a brother who's an avid fisherman and he needed to go three hours away to a fishing spot. We made it there in 20, 30 minutes. We caught our limit of salmon and we both made it back before work at nine o'clock here this last week. Um, all because of an airplane. Yeah. And uh, I I live out on a little place where I planted some grass and smoothed out of that area so I can land in my front <laughs> <Sweet>. yard. Um, <laughs> and my in-laws live 12 hours away in, in southeastern Idaho. And so we can load the family up and instead of a 10, 12-hour drive, in three and a half hours I yeah. land and they pick me up and we go hang out with the in-laws. So That must be Twin Falls, I'm guessing? It's just north of Idaho Falls. North, north of Idaho Falls, yeah. Rexburg? Dubois. Okay. All right. Yep, All right. Yep, right so, there on the board. Yeah, that's a that is that's a good ten hour drive for sure. Yeah. yeah. So I, I do I do uh anytime I can be in the air, I like to be in the air. Yeah, cool. All right, Grant. So as we wrap this podcast up, tell us, uh tell our listeners and viewers how they can get hold of you. Um you can give us give our call 
Jeez, you asked me that. I started stumbling over my words. <laughs> you can give our office a call. Um, the Elite Chiropractic there in Moses Lake. You can Google it. You can Facebook it. You can Instagram it. One thing we're trying to do right now is you'll see my beautiful mug on Instagram. We're trying to do a bunch of uh, reels and fun stuff and get Instagram followers. So that's that's one of my favorite places right now is Instagram to follow us. Or you can just do the old-fashioned pick up a telephone and and dial the, the 7646777 and and get a hold of Annette or Tiffany, and we'll get you tuned up. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for educating us on, on chiropractic, and let's stay in touch. Sean, thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks a lot, Grant. 